Hello, welcome to the Family Bookshelf. My name is Amber from AmbitionsForChrist.com, and with me is my husband, Nick, the game schooling dad. All right, so Nick, this last time, kind of talked about his middle grade um, fiction books, I guess you could say, and so this is probably just my response to it. Of These are three series, and we're back to series. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. You're going to get a whole like stack of books that I'm going to plop in your lap kind of today. But these are some series that I grew up with that I still love and still remember and have on my shelf and am really looking forward to introducing to my kids here, hopefully sooner than later. But as they get a little older, we'll get there. So I'm going to start off with one called A Visit with Mrs. G. And this is actually through, a, it was a ministry that she started by, it was a Canadian lady named Mrs. G. And she went through and wrote the entire Bible stories, pretty much every Bible story you can imagine, from like a kid's point of view watching um, what happened in the Bible. She does some amazing jobs. The one I really remember partly because I like the book of Ruth, but the one I remember she did really well was the story of Ruth. She actually did it more through like the eyes of Naomi, actually, in that one, if I remember right, which was kind of an interesting way to view that Bible story. What I loved about this one, she has books and they have really cool illustrations in them that were actually black and white. So you could go in and color them if you wanted to, which I loved. But um, she did radio shows. And so the I, what I found actually was the best at the time was my mom had bought the books but we also had the (laughs) dating myself here cassette tapes at that time the cassette tapes of her reading the stories and her ability as a storyteller was phenomenal she would do all the voices she would do all the like the character sounds everything she did it all herself and I'm sure if I look back it'd probably be a little cheesier as an adult than it was as a kid (laughs) because it usually is and I get that but I remember as a kid, it just brought me into these Bible stories. They came, they truly did. They came alive to me in this whole new way. I just love those. And the best part was when I had the book and the cassette at the same time, I love reading along in the book. And I really think it was one of those things. It sounds crazy, but it really helped strengthen my reading abilities because I was hearing someone else say the words correctly because there's a lot of re- weird words in the Bible and weird names and weird places that, I mean, let's just be honest, you're never in your lifetime going to just normally say a lot of the words that are found in the Bible and the places and the names, you know, there's just some weird stuff in there. So I found that, I mean, this was a cool one just because I got to have both options available. And if I would ever recommend it, I would highly recommend that you actually go for the audio versus probably the written just because of her storytelling abilities. That's really hard. I don't think I've ever even seen. I don't think I've ever even heard a Miss G story. Right. I don't I mean, think you have yet, because unfortunately they're not on the radio anymore. They're yeah. Unfortunately, they're not on our local radio station anymore. And I am not. I know they have them available through like MP3, and I've been thinking of getting them for the kids, but I've never actually dive, dove in and done it just yet because our kids are just little enough. I'm kind of like, oh, I'll give it a year or two, and then we'll <laughs> talk about it. Like I need to see like be able to clean your room better than that or something. I don't know. In my mind, I'm just like, you need a little bit more maturity yet. But um, I think. If I were to recommend them, I would definitely recommend you going with the audio version first and then pick up the books if you want to after that, because she is just a great storyteller. It is what it's what sold me on the series was because I heard her reading them first, not because I picked up a book first, but just a highly. And I think the best part about this, and I'll come back to it over and over again, why I love this series so much was how it brought the Bible to life. Looking back as a kid, I, I, I guess you go to so many Sunday schools. 
and so many things that you kind of forget that, you know, these Bible stories are, you know, about real people sometimes <laughs> that lived real life. And she did a real, she just did a, a good job of making it realistic and making you realize that these were normal people that God was using. And she told them in a way that as a kid, it captured my imagination and still brought it down to my level. So I wasn't just like confused, like, what are they doing? I don't get this, you know. So as far as stories that just made the Bible really approachable as a kid, I highly recommend them. Um, I'm sure again, it's, these are old, <laughs> they're probably a little harder to find, but definitely I would recommend go check it out a visit with Mrs. G. Um, the next series is one I loved. It's a total girly series. This is like, I guess the Christian's answer to Nancy Drew would be the way I would describe this next series. And everyone knows the Nancy Drew series because, you know, she solved mysteries. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, Nancy Drew is a cultural phenomenon yeah yeah and i love yeah i i love nancy drew too but um the mandy series is a series of books just about this girl named she is an orphan named mandy and she gets adopted by her uncle if i remember right forgive me on the details it's been probably 20 years now (laughs) but i love the stories because she would get to kind of solve these different mysteries with her uncle and with her best friend joe and Oh, there was a couple others. Uncle Ned. I'm trying to remember. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. (laughs) I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry. Anyway, those are the two I remember because those are the main characters that always end up having to, like, come rescue her because she always gets into, like, all these little scrapes. And it's like um, someone. She also has a cat named Snowball that pretty much gives her away. It's like, seriously, leave the cat at home. (laughs) I am a cat person. You need to leave your cat at home and stop taking him, you know, when you're like on a stakeout here to try to find something secret. I don't know. Anyway, I just remember that because the cat like always was coming in and blowing her cover. And it was always kind of funny because I was like, oh my goodness, just leave the cat at home for five minutes. But um, a lot of great, I guess, mystery side to it. It The best part was it was done from a Christian worldview. And there's a lot of times where it does kind of get scary in these stories. Like they have cliffhangers and they have her get into, I guess, what I would call actual danger more than once. And she has um, different Bible verses that she actually works through and recites when she gets scared. Um, there's certain times where, you know, she's, you know, as an orphan, she goes through periods where, you know, she's missing her family or her parents. And she's going through kind of like grieving processes through these stories. And she kind of, she learns how to rely on God during these times. And there is like character growth through each story, which was what was really cool and kind of separated her from like just a regular Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. Sure. She, she grows, she proceeds forward. You know, she is not the same girl she was in book 20 that she was in book one. And there was, I want to say there was like 30 or 40 in the series when I got done reading them. I'm not sure exactly of the number, but there was a lot. <laughs> some of them were better than others. I will say that just right out. I, there was some of them that I remember being total page turners. Like I started it and finished it in the same night because I didn't need sleep. I needed to find out what happened. And then there were some that I was like, well, I'll read a chapter two and I can wait till tomorrow to figure it out. Um, so I'd say there's probably a little bit of hit or miss there, but it was just a really good series otherwise. So I would highly recommend that if you have like preteen girls, especially, they would enjoy this series. I don't see it being a series guys would get into. Sure. It is very, like I said, Nancy Drew. Well, it sounds stuff. like a, a nice alternative to Nancy Drew. I think the older Nancy Drew is probably okay, but the new Nancy mm-hmm. Drew is a waste of your time. Yeah. Well, and I guess I should mention too, Mandy was 
done in a historical period. So it's actually done like the late 1800s, early 1900s. Oh, sure. And so that also helps because you are totally removed from all the... In fact, I know it's somewhere in there because she does meet President McKinley in one of them. <laughs> she actually meets like... They, they totally date it because they purposely are putting her back in a different time frame, which is kind of nice too in some ways, I think, because then, yeah... Again, with Nancy Drew, it's like she can just go on forever as a teenager because they never put her in a time frame or sure. a period. So, again, Mandy I liked a lot more just because she did. She grew up throughout the series, which is kind of nice, I think. But um, And then my final series is actually another one that I first found out about the series because it was a radio drama as well. This was a radio drama that I only heard a few of, I'll be honest. And the radio drama was kind of lame. And it's probably a miracle I ever picked up the books because the radio drama did not do a thing for me. It, there, it was okay. Sorry. Okay, backing up. It's about the Sugar Creek Gang, and which is the story of five boys, and they are going through adventures and mysteries as teenage boys. And again, done from a Christian worldview perspective. But I wouldn't say this one was near as. I don't remember this one being quite as obvious about it as like the Mandy series was. This is more probably written with a Christian tinge to it, but just more of a good adventure series. Um, they they solve some mysteries. They have just some different adventures where they, you know, the boys have to learn and grow and do some new stuff in it, I guess would be the best way I would describe it. I liked it just because there was some, the one boy in it, his nickname is Dragonfly and he is totally a silly goofy character and he makes the entire series worth reading i think because he is constantly getting into stuff like as i look at my own kids now i'm like that's Corey. <laughs> he's just the he's just this crazy kid that kind of drags the rest of him along through the stories i think but that might just be me the others have um good character traits to him and he's just kind of the crazy one that everyone likes because he's fun and crazy um i guess the reason i like the sugar creek gang so much and i would highly recommend them is because it is it's just a solid good series to read you never have to worry about like what's the next content gonna be um and most i'll probably say the biggest reason i haven't started reading it yet with our kids again is there is some suspense in these there's some times where there is like there's might be a touch of real danger that they get into they i know there was one time like they were they get stuck in a storm, like a snowstorm or something. And they're actually in legitimate, like, you know, we have survival. We have to figure out what to do, uh, you know, to make it through this. And there was, like, some suspense as to whether or not um, one of them actually, like, got separated from the group. And, like, is this one okay? And, like, you go through the whole book kind of on edge. Hmm. And it was just a different way they wrote that one and I remember that one again I can't remember the title because there's a whole stack and series of these and unfortunately I never got to own all of these I ended up borrowing them from different friends that had a few copies so I only have a couple of them and they're older series so it's one of those ones like they're garage sale finds or something more than you will find them probably on Amazon or anything like yeah, that they're out of print they're kind of the out of print just, you know, something to keep your eye out for because they're a really good series. They're just that really solid series that kids can dive into and read. And you don't have to sit there and be like, oh, what are they going to read about? <laughs> Is it going to be bad? And I don't remember, you know, it wasn't about, you know, who's dating who. And it wasn't about, you know, relationships. And it wasn't about, you know, 
that kind of stuff. It was just about these five guys that are just honestly trying to grow up and be good, solid. They want to grow up to be solid men, you know, and I think that was just a cool story that they did. Uh, I don't know. Those are three series that just stood out in my mind as solid ones I remember as a kid. They're, they're just special because they're solid. Kind of, you even said it last time, they're adequate in that sense of they're not bad and they're not horrible. But they're just really good Christian stories that sure. you can dive into as, as a kid or as a family. And especially from the parent side of you now, I don't have to sit there and be sweating thinking like, oh, should I let them read this one alone? Maybe we just need to read this aloud and not worry so I can talk them through every step of the way, you know, or something like that. These are solid ones that, you know, if my kids were to pick it up and read it cover to cover right now, I wouldn't be sweating it thinking, oh, no, they're going to learn something they shouldn't. Or I, I still try to pick up probably one kid's book. Um, I, I probably do one adult book and one kid's book. Mm -hmm. I, I switch off like that just to kind of stay on top of what some of the kids are reading. Yeah. Try to stay up on top of what's popular, uh, you know. And honestly, when you look at what kids are reading now, uh, it's Die of Wimpy Kid. It's Minecraft mm -hmm. books. It's, you know, it's stuff that's like, oh, man. <laughs> Our level of reading proficiency has plummeted. Yeah. And if you're able to pick up a book, uh, Christian Worldview is great. And that's certainly a plus in the plus side. Mm -hmm. But these are books that are going to at least make them read full paragraphs. Yep. Uh, maybe read a proper <laughs> sentence. Maybe understand, you know, who a protagonist is. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, you know... A, a fart joke and then you know another fart joke followed by fade to black like, <laughs> what are we doing here you know yeah. why are we giving some of these books to mm -hmm. our kids and that's and that's literally all they're reading I yeah mean, I, you think i'm speaking with hyperbole but nope they nope. start at one end of the diary kid go around read the, read all those and then go back and start over and it's like holy cow yeah there's just a big step up to, you know, I like the fact that a lot of these, they are encouraging and they do. They show that each one of these characters have growth throughout the series. They are growing and they don't just get to stay a child. And the point of these stories is they don't stay a child forever. And it's kind of nice because childhood doesn't last forever. And you, you know, I mean, Paul even says it, you know, when I was a child, I spoke like a child, but then I became a man. And I like the fact that it does encourage kids to you know, while not stripping them of their childhood, enjoy their childhood with the purpose in mind of becoming an adult still. Right. <laughs> you it's don't a fine walk between mm -hmm. you know, stripping a kid of their innocence and preparing a kid to be a, a grown-up and, yes. and growing up. I mean, I yeah. don't want to ever strip a kid from their innocence. I would never do that to a kid. Right. But I do need to prepare my kids to be adults someday. Yeah. You know? They still need to know how to leave home and do something for themselves. And stories that encourage that, I think, are rare and good anymore yeah. so i would highly recommend a visit with mrs g the mandy series and the sugar creek gang thanks so much for listening and if you have any series as you would like to recommend because i just apparently like we both like recommending series lately be sure to send us a message at ambitionsforchrist.com and let us know what series you would recommend we check out all right find us on facebook and subscribe thanks so much for joining us today on the family bookshelf <laughs>